0: Welcome to the Alien Fitness Podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Clint. Join us as we discuss and inspire you to live your best life. Here we'll dive into relationships, fitness, nutrition, mental health, and everything in between. We are here to teach you how to be more than human. What is going on Alien Gang? Today I am joined by the inspiring ryan thomas and we are going to be talking about all things growth mindset and mental health so mr thomas how are you doing
1: better than amazing is what i always say i'm doing good today today's an awesome day we woke up today
0: that's good yes i love to hear that i love to hear that so we've known each other for many 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 years so many I don't years like,
1: i don't like when we quote numbers sometimes i just pretend that they are not all there you know probably like
0: even, i don't even want to know how many years so we're not going to get into that we're not 15, even going to get into that i don't 15
1: minimum maybe 15 10 a decade somewhere in there at
0: least 10 at least 10 cuz oh my gosh at least 10 <laughs> probably like 12
1: Yeah, it's got to be in there somewhere. I try to do the math sometimes when I tell people that I bartended for 20 years or I bartend for 20 years. It's like, man, they laugh at me. Like, when did you start bartending? When you were 16? I'm like, no, I'm an old man. No, you're not.
0: No, you're not. But anyway, let's talk about present day riot. What are you up to these days?
1: uh, Well, I mean, this is a, this is, I mean, I'll try to do this one short, but um, I am now a day trader. I trade in the Forex and foreign exchange market. I also dabble in crypto. I have a team of just under 200 people um, who have joined me to help them follow that same system. Super crazy coming from a guy that uh, two years ago was a bar manager who... Was really looking in the mirror like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life, I found myself sitting at the bar having drinks with the people I worked with, you know, one beer turned into three beers and turned into four shots and the habit of doing this cycle every day was weird and so. um, So I kind of got a shock I said you know I I needed to get out of this industry, I actually broke my foot bartending. um, At the end of 2019 right before we went into the craziest two years of existence. Um, But I always did sober November. So I'll just say this part now because I like to put it into this testimony, but um, it was during sober November that I broke my foot, I kind of lost my job and I went into um, a spot where I was going to stay at home. And so I've been now sober for two or so years, uh, whatever that number is from October 2019. And that's what really put me into this new position. I knew I had to work from home, we all had to pivot in this in this last two years. So just so everybody doesn't think that I've been this like long-term day trader, it's a cool thing to, to transition from from a guy that knew nothing about finances, money, an economy. Um, and really what I do is, is I help people get over their limiting beliefs of, of what's possible in their life. You know, trading is just the vehicle that allows people to do that.
0: That is amazing. And I want to say, I was going to ask um but it is incredible that you are sober and you are sober for 2 years that is absolutely amazing cuz it is it's fucking difficult
1: yeah i don't i mean the hardest thing to say about it is that i just don't i don't know like uh i'm i'm obsessed with with the book Think and grow rich i think you know it's not the first book that i read that changed my life but you know definite of purpose and a burning desire are the two most important things I think people need in their life and when you make a decision and it's a decision that you know you know like I mean even look at your growth of a decision to go get healthy to go get to go put fitness first to go you know I think that 90% of people that see your story would say you know that's super difficult and you would say back it's actually easy because it's something that I have to do every single day it's just one idea right and so I think that I think that you know for for 20 plus years I said there's no way I would ever be able to go without drinking there's no way that I could see myself being this person and then you know you can ask me some of the questions on how it works later but um, I just I think it's I can't find a reason to drink that's that's the hard part now I'm not sure why I'm even still sober but I also don't have a reason to drink that's the hardest thing to say is that um i even bartend still a couple nights a week and and i see the people that that drink and spend their time at the bar and whoever's listening to this there is zero judgment you you live your life no like sober people don't get the permission to to judge other people for for the way that they live their life but if there's anybody that needs to know that if you can break that chain and then break that habit and you can get into something that that makes you feel better you'll look back and and it, it becomes easy it's it's an easy thing it's i don't know it's an easy thing to do I guess it's just, it's hard to, hard to explain that. way.
0: To be completely honest, I am like, what's the date today? Uh,
1: the 13th of April. April, yeah.
0: Okay, so I am currently 14 days sober and i am struggling with it is so much so you have just inspired me you have no idea how much so that makes me feel
1: there so much better. another book another book for people if you're writing that down thinking real rich was the first one i said now power of habit is another one the power of habit helps you change that perspective that i think sometimes we confuse our addictions with habits in that Book, it'll talk to you about how um people are only addicted to smoking cigarettes within I think the numbers like 48 hours after smoking. Your body is no longer craving um nicotine. Your body isn't, but your habits are. You wake yeah. up in the morning, you walk outside, you want to have that cigarette to start your day. You know, you have a tough day, you want to go home, you want to pour that glass of money, you know. Um, so habits are the things that you gotta break and And I mean, I don't know, it's, it's, it's not an easy thing, especially at the beginning. You know, I think that your first three months are tough. And then the first hundred days was crazy. And then after the first year, I was like, wow. And then I was like, I'll probably drink after my second year. And now I can't find a reason to crave it. So you just kind of got to stick it out. But again, it's like, I don't know, this is what I tell people. You can drink all you want, but I'll tell you what the number one reward is. If you have that day, everybody has that day. You're like, oh my God, I can't wait. This is, ah, I just got to go and have that glass of water. I just got to go out and do something. I just got to relax and and, and and drink and not worry, about right? When you make it through that day and you wake up the next morning without that anxiety, without that hangover, without that feeling, that's when you know. And if you can just do that every once in a while while you drink, you're drinking for the right reasons. You're allowed to drink because you're so, I went to the gym today. I feel really good. I'm happy. This is a good day. I'm going to have a glass of wine because drinking a glass of wine isn't even unhealthy, you know, or whatever. It's easy, okay? So you can have that. But it's that day when we want that necessity. And I think that that's one of the, that was the number one reason that I wanted to get off of booze in the first place. If somebody passes away, we drink. If somebody's having a birthday, we drink. At a, at a baby shower, we drink. At a wedding, we drink. You know, at a hockey game, we drink. Uh, we're sitting on our couch and we're watching a movie, we want to drink. We go out to a movie we want to drink and it's just this program so when you can break that habit even if you do it a couple times and if you do it on your tough day you'll find that that reward is worth way more than waking up with that feeling in the first place so that's kind of that's my secret if somebody asks what keeps me going you know i lost at a i, I mean we had a little 14-year-old dog we fostered her when she was 10 years old and she was like the most important thing to me and she passed when I was in the middle of my sobriety my grandma passed in the middle of COVID and and knowing that I made it through those two times it was that was you know that's when it was a that's why now it's like I I've made it through all of this why would I know why would I why would I go back like why would that change so that's a little tidbit I give people but I mean again I just I don't want to be a catalyst to tell people to go get sober because I don't think everybody needs to I think people yeah. get to control how they yeah. want to control um but just feel the reward more than anything feel the reward of of present life ver- and future life versus feeling the need of past life I guess that's my wisdom that's of so standing. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Phenomenal, um, that's literally exactly what I needed to hear. So thank you. So <laughs> speaking of booze and the fact that you're sober, let's talk about past Ryan and Ryan that I knew because we spent a majority of the time in a club, drinking, doing whatever. So tell me a bit about that.
1: Um. Well, I mean, I think this journey and I, I mean, I, I hate when I sometimes I'm like, I'm going to give you guys a lot of books because Ryan Thomas, prior to 2018, 2017, didn't read books. You know, I read The Outsiders when I grew up. That was it. Um, but then I started getting into Jordan Jordan B. Peterson. I watched Gary Vee videos. I started getting inundated by all these YouTube videos, right? And I'm only saying this part because when I read 12 Rules of Life by Jordan B. Peterson, um, I realized I was living my life without responsibility. I was, uh, I think at that time I would have been about 34, 35 years old. I was doing the exact same thing for 20 years. I was waking up, not feeling great about who I was and where my life was. I was drinking to ignore the fact that, you know, maybe there's, there's greatness locked away in all of us. And I really felt like if I could dumb that down, I could distract myself and be the life of the party. And I would always be I would always be shined up. Like, you know, I'd always have people that wanted me to party with, or there was always something to do. There was always a distraction. Um, and that was that was past Ryan. And, and I think that especially in your twenties and you're a bartender, you like raves, you like music, you're always going and doing stuff. Um, that guy was super safe. He was super safe. He was super comfortable. He didn't have to face the fears and, and maybe some of the traumas in his life. Um, and. And drinking helps that. Uh Drinking helps us stay distracted from, from really dealing with those things. We like to be busy. Um, and again, it, it's, you know, I wake up now in the morning at six o'clock in the morning to day trade. And sometimes I don't nap in the afternoon. And there was times in my twenties when I wouldn't wake up before noon or wake up before two. And I'm like, man, there is just, I can't tell you how many hours there are in a day. Like they got 24 hours in this thing then and they always have. So that past Ryan, I, I mean, I don't know. Like the thing is too, is that I am so good with not having regrets. About it. Like, I think that I had to go through that. I think I had to be that person. And and there again, I'm never, I am always going to try to fix this so that it's not about being negative about that lifestyle. I think that that's a great, I think that people can hold that together. You know, I don't, some people need to to do stuff some people want to be comfortable in that right and and so so that ryan that liked to party and liked to do stuff he was exciting he had a really good time but man i just looked at kind of my life i was like you know i spent a lot of money (laughs) a lot of money drinking a lot of money doing things and and i just you know you look at yourself in the mirror one day and you're like like what are you gonna what are you doing like what are you gonna do you know one of my favorite mentors on the planet alex morton sometimes you just have to get disgusted with where you're at to make a decision you just have to start to piss your own self off and be like look man um and so i think everybody is different i think everybody has a reason that's different i don't even think i mean i don't even know if i would call it a drinking problem i don't know if i was I wasn't ever sneaking like bottles of vodka in my shoes or (laughs) anything you know weird where I was trying to deny these things but I loved I loved the casual atmosphere I loved being surrounded by people I loved those people that always wanted to be around me but you know you get a real culture shock when after 20 years you decide to go sober and all those people that used to ask you to hang out all the time seem to disappear into the bushes so that I would say that that is probably the single hardest thing to do when you get sober is realizing you're, you're pretty much alone for a bit while you do it. You got to be alone. I've rekindled a lot of those relationships. I'm cool to hang out with my buddies who want to go drink. There's like I say, zero judgment ever. Um, But that was old, that old Ryan is, I I think that's where a lot of that clouding comes from. It's just the distraction from, from unlocking who I could possibly be, you know?
0: So, what happened in order for you to kind of say, "This is enough. Something has to change"? Was there one specific moment, or was it just kind of a build up for you?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think you you start if you start a personal self development journey and you make a decision that you want to better your life. You know, I started I started just hashtagging on social media, keep moving forward, and you start to you start to brand yourself in this keep moving forward lifestyle you kind of have to keep moving forward <laughs> you kind of have to look at yourself and find <laughs> solutions to get you to move forward 1% a day whatever that looks like um but yeah i just you know at at 30 35 i think i had i just i read that book i started like i said i started watching a lot of personal self development stuff on youtube um <clears throat> and uh and it just you know I got disgusted with where I was at you know I looked at and I mean nothing my friends were listening to this nothing against friends but I looked at some of my friends I looked at the paths we were on actually you know we can we can represent this to the late great Mac Miller because I really feel like Mac Miller raised me I really feel like I connected with that guy more than ever before and when I found out that he passed away um, from fentanyl and, and from living that lifestyle and there was times in my life where I drank promethazine cough syrup because I thought it was cool, and that's what hip hop kids did. And I lived that lifestyle. I looked around and I said, you know, like, this is where this generation can head. We can all head this way, you know. And in in the last two years, like, you know, as, as sad as it is for a lot of people, to listen to, we watched a lot of people in our generation allow addiction to to take them. Like, yeah. we lost a lot of human beings, like no word of a lie, yes, COVID is real, but we lost a lot of human beings to addiction and loneliness and, and that thing. And when Matt Miller passed away, I, I kind of looked at myself and, and looked at my life and looked where I was headed and said, you know, you got a couple options, man, like you're going to make some changes to to do something that's different. You're going to go leave a legacy and, and, and build a story that, that people will represent or you're gonna stay depressed sad suicidal drinking and what's what are you gonna look like at 45 you know i think a lot of men come into their maturity at 40 you read that everywhere like there's a lot of people that didn't get to where they did they didn't hit their stride until 40 and i looked at myself at 36 coming up before you I was like what are you gonna do with your next decade you know one of the number one things that sticks with me is that gary v video of one in 400 trillion you know we got one in 400 trillion chance to be here you have this spiritual life in this physical form, and you've got 83-ish years to make it happen. And about 40 of those, you're like, you're like on it. <laughs> and then, so what do you want to set yourself up for? And I think that that's what really clicked for me. Mac Miller passed away. I looked around. I was like, man, I said I was I was going to get sober for Mac Miller. That's literally what I said. I'm wearing his hat right now. Um, and, and that just was part of that journey. And, and then it stopped now it's now we're here
0: and how is your mental health now like are you in a good spot like obviously from what i see you seem to be in a great spot so how is your mental health now versus how it was prior
1: so so you told me that this was kind of going to be a question and i needed to think about this because um i i I wrote a quote one time it was like battling depression and mental health is like being in a boxing you are always going to be on the defensive. You are going to jab and you are going to dance and you're going to avoid getting knocked out all the time. And the second you forget you're in that boxing match, you're going to get reminded why you got to get back in that ring and why you got to put your gloves up and why you got to go to work. Because... There is sometimes, I think, with a lot of people, and they call it an imposter syndrome, that we suffer from perfections, you know, if I can just do this, this, and this, everything's going to be perfect, this is perfect, i got to live a life perfect, i got to, you know, this has got to be perfect, if these leaders are perfect, you know, Beyonce lives this perfect life, or Jay-Z's perfect, or like, all these people I see on Instagram's perfect, look at how perfect they are, and we're so surrounded by this, if I can just do, if I can just get sober, my mental health will be perfect, right, it's not the truth the truth is is that the process is forever every single day no matter how excited you are about fitness there's days you wake up and you don't want to do it. no matter how yeah. good tom brady is at throwing footballs there's days he wakes up and he doesn't want to chuck a football you know no matter how good elon musk is at doing what he does there's days he wakes up and probably doesn't want to go do meetings and do things you know and um that process is is part of it like depression happens sadness happens one day my mom's gonna pass away. Okay, there's like I can't, I can't avoid that. So yeah. what's gonna happen when that happens? Do I am I ready to just you know just fall into a pit and and drink a bunch and whatever? Is it is it crazy to even think about that? Why would you focus on that? um But that's the truth, you know. And and I think that that's what has helped me with the mental health is that bad days, depression, sadness. They aren't this crippling anxiety. I hate why do you feel this way. You can't like, you know what I mean? It's like, so my mental health is good, but only because I have a tool belt of resources that I use to make sure like, I mean, we can go to this because you're going to smile as soon as I say it. But if you don't affirm great things about yourself all the damn time, you know, what what are you doing? I told myself I hated myself, that I was worthless, that I wasn't good enough, that I was depressed and suicidal and an alcoholic. And maybe I had ADHD and maybe I'm bipolar, maybe I'm not good enough for a decade, 20 years maybe. There was times when I was 17 that I didn't think I was gonna live till 22. Now I'm 36 and I make plans for what I wanna do when I'm 55, but it doesn't end. Tough days aren't gonna end, You got bad trading days. You know, people on my team leave. Um, I talk to past friends and they don't want stuff to do with me. Like the journey of mental health is is forever. And meditation, affirmations, going to the gym, knowing that I needed to go to the gym right before I got on this call so I could give the best of me to you was it was it was thought about the second you asked me to do this. The number one thing I said to myself was you better go to the gym on that day before you go on this call because you can have tough days there's days that you know yeah. and so that's what the beauty is of this is that i don't think that i don't think that leaders are perfect i don't think that anybody walks this great life i don't think that you know we just i mean whether whatever people believe about the will smith and jada thing like you know will smith is this 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 guy and he's going he goes through shit right like you make a bunch of money and you still want to go through shit right so It's it's just you're never going to live this life where sadness and suffering don't exist that's I mean if we go to the Buddhist side of things it's like you know suffering is part of life and and that's why we focus on greatness and that's that's the tool belt when when Ryan starts to go to the wrong way you got to think about the right things. I am great I am happy I have made it through all of the days that I already have people like to be around me I like to be around myself. I love myself. I am happy. You know, if you don't affirm that, if you don't start to speak that way about yourself, then your mental health will crush you. I have anxiety, I'm depressed, I can't do that. I've never done that. Oh my God. Oh, you know, this is just what I do. At least I'm happy. At least I'm safe doing this. And that safety net, you know, keeps people where they are at. But that's what I would say about the mental health thing is I don't think it ends for anybody. I don't think you just get to this spot where you're like, solved. No, I'm happy. You know. you don't like there's there's times you just want to spend 24 hours under your covers and and you just and hey for people out there if that's what you need to do for that day do it but then the next day you got to figure it out you know the next time you got to you got to sort it out i'm not going to tell you that there's toxic positivity where life doesn't happen but we got to wake up today we have gratitude in that i have gratitude in the spot that i get to live i have gratitude in in everything that we do and love and gratitude is the highest form of vibration and as long as you can follow and give yourself the love and be grateful for where you were at then even the toughest days in the world aren't the toughest because there's gratitude in thank god i'm learning a lesson today you know and that's that's what's changed about my mental health is is that i don't i don't care about a solution for it i don't need to solve it i like that i have it It keeps me in check you know and and you got to just battle it every day
0: I love that. I actually love that that there's no solution because honestly, at the end of the day, there really and truly isn't. It just comes down to being able to manage and get through each day. And I love that you brought up affirmations. That is a huge thing that I don't think enough people put enough emphasis on. Or it's either they don't understand it or I think it's some hippie practice or whatever it may be, but it is life-changing. It is absolutely life-changing
1: well i mean i had i had to write i'm worthy in massive capital dry erase on top of my mirror for the first year of being sold. it's like it was massive it just said i'm worthy every single time i walked into my bathroom i'm worthy. you know it took me a while to even believe it it was just there i just said it sometimes i didn't even know if i believed it um but you, you i'm like Wake up in the morning and say, oh, I hate it. I can't, like, I still feel weird on Mondays and I don't even work Mondays. I don't even work Mondays. Like, I, I mean, I wake <laughs> up and I trade. I love Monday. The market just opens. Things are great. But Mondays feel weird sometimes. And that's because for however many years we wake up, oh, it's a case of the Mondays. Oh, I can't believe it's Monday. Back to work Monday. Oh, Monday. It's hard to have a good Monday. It's hard for anybody to have a good Monday. Even after you're subconscious, you've told yourself you hate Monday. It remembers things more than you do. So, you know, those like like wake up every single Monday and say, I love Monday. I can't wait for Monday. Monday's my favorite day of the week. I love Monday. I'm gonna crush Monday. Monday's the start. Monday is and, and things. What, what's gonna change about your Monday? You're gonna have a better Monday if you're like, I hate Mondays. Mondays suck. I never want to go to work Monday, or I love Monday. It's the start of my week. I can't wait to catch momentum right now on Monday. Two things are gonna happen, right? People want to talk about the law of attraction like it doesn't exist, like it's hippy-dippity stuff, okay, then focus on your depression and your anxiety for the next 10 years and tell me how you do. What have you attracted to your life?
0: For real. And then you want to
1: wake up every morning for 10 years and tell yourself, you know, one of my mentors tells me every morning he wakes up and says thank you like 10 times until he says it out loud and believes it. Thank Thank you, 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 I got to wake up today, thank you. Like, how's your day look? Right? It's it's just way different. And, and I mean, and it it can be the law of attraction, it can be whatever you want to call it, but you know, if you don't speak auto suggestion and great things into your life, um, it just it's not gonna happen for you. You have to believe. Everybody that is successful believed they were gonna do it before they got there. You think LeBron James was ever like, ah, you know, I'm kind of thinking about basketball, but If not, maybe I'll just, I'll be a hot dog sales guy. No, I'm kind (laughs) of going to be into basketball, but like, I also dig hot dogs. And if it doesn't work out for me, then maybe I'll go do that. No, I'm the greatest basketball player in the world. Nobody's, nobody's going to check me. I'm going to be the best basketball player in the world. And I'm going to work every day until I get, you know, Kobe Bryant even told, told people that he didn't think he had any, he wasn't special. He didn't have any talent. All he said is, if you go to the gym an hour before every single other person that is on your team goes there, by year four, you have one extra hour every single day for four years. You just worked harder. All you did was go to the gym before they did. They showed up at 7 a.m. I was there at 4 a.m. And I already had two hours on. So they got there and they had to warm up. I was ready to play the game. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and that's, that's where those, that stuff will come from, from your affirmations, from your belief level, from believing that what you want is possible and then acting that way every day.
0: Hmm. So true. So, so true. So I want to bring up the whole gym thing, because obviously I love that. I absolutely love it. So is it something that you do daily or is it like a practice that helps center you? Like, what is it to you?
1: Um, well, I think that if there's anything to take away from the last two years and the stuff that we've all gone through, it is that we better not take the things that we get to have uh, for granted. And during COVID, when I couldn't go to the gym and I sat here, um, there was questions that I had that I couldn't find the answers to because I wasn't doing the fitness stuff. Now, you a fitness girl, you're probably telling me, Ryan, there's a ton of workouts you should just be doing from home. And I get that. And I probably should have been. Um, but there's something about the therapist squat rack and, and stair climber and, and checking out and being there and not being distracted in my house that the gym yeah. provides for you. But um and again, we're gonna go back to this same consistency idea that you're gonna you're gonna see. And that is that when I used to go to the gym, I went there because I needed to get physical, I wanted to be fit, I wanted to look good. And now I just know, just like Working on your mental health is a habit and a routine, just like staying sober for me now is a habit and a routine. Reading a book is a habit and a routine. That going to the gym every day is a habit and a routine. And I said, you know, all I care about in the gym is that I'm healthier at 50 than I am at 36. I want to be healthier at 50 than I am now. And that is a way bigger mission than I want to have a six pack. You know, I'll probably have a six pack at 50 with that mindset. That's not what I'm thinking And so, I mean, you go to the gym and you're breaking your limitations all the time. How many PRs have you crushed? Lots, probably. Right? And every single time, it's like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, that's a lot of weight. Like, I don't know. Right? And then you crush it. And you're like, wow, I can't believe what my body is capable of. And that, for your mind, is, is a massive thing. So I really do believe that the gym might be physical, but it's only physical because It also helps that mindset. It also, like, it just does stuff for you, you know? There is nothing that feels better for your brain than saying, I'm not going to the gym today. I hate it, I'm tired. Okay, I'll drag my ass there. You leave that gym, you'll feel a hundred times better than the day that you say, I can't wait to go to the gym and go to the gym
0: right? Exactly. I thinking,
1: exactly. You go to the gym and you leave the gym and you're like, yeah, that was my day. I, this is what I do. I kind of love it. But when you're like, I hate the gym. I don't want to go. I'm tired. I'm going to sit on the couch and eat chips and watch TV. Stop what you're saying. Go to the gym now. And then you can sit on the couch and watch TV and eat chips. And then you come back and you're like, I'm never going to sit on the couch and eat chips. Why would I do that now? Right? <laughs> yeah. um, so that's why I think it's, I really think it's a mental thing. It has to be this routine. And, and the day that you like if you go to the gym because you want your body to look a certain way and you want results, how long is that going to last for you? Like if you, if you show up to the gym without a six pack, you're looking at a year and a, and a wicked diet before you even get close. So do you have the mental fortitude to, to go and keep going without seeing a result? No, that yeah. brain power has to keep you. going. So, and I really keep bringing up fitness because I know that that's something that you've, you've been crushing. And I think that that's where your audience is probably going to be, but, um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, pandemic RT not going to the gym versus post-pandemic RT going to the gym like I'm trying to go to the gym every single day because I see what it's doing in my life like just habits and routines are are it's just the recipe for success it's just what needs to happen if if you want to if you want to chase a different life if you want to crush goals you know so that's really I think where it is now I think that Again, it's all this mindset stuff that I've learned from being a trader, and learned from from being in this other this company that I'm with now. Is you know, it's all mindset. It's all you know, focused on on the teachings of Bob Proctor and stuff, and and that's where the even the compound effect of one percent better every day, physical, financially, mentally, you know, knowledge-wise, um, that's what keeps you going back. Chip is that mindset to know that. that on the on the toughest days you got to go and 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 that helps your brain do the things it needs to do yeah
0: mindset is everything and that is the exact reason that i go and i'm so obsessed with the gym is everything it does for my mind everything it does for my mental health sure you get a body out of it but like there's for me personally there's nothing that comes close to that mental stimulation just that mental growth that mindset that everything that comes with it that is why like those bad days I don't want to go and I want to go under the cover for 24 hours I'm like okay you get your ass up you're doing 10 minutes and see how you feel and like just an hour later and you are feeling good it's just it's wild it's wild so what helps you from slipping back into old habits like what would you say is your big thing
1: um i think awareness is the most important thing that you can have you know i'm i'm pretty obsessed with dr joe dispenza um i i got his book i've i he has a he has a video and it's doc. you can youtube it's dr joe dispenza um watch this every day and it's like a breakdown of just the way we think and, and, and the cells in our body and, and the cycles and the awareness of becoming something better. And I think it's the awareness. It's the awareness to know that death cycle and, and the cycle of death exists for everybody, no matter what happens. And you're always going to go back there. You know, you're always going to go back to comfort and then you're going to have to remind yourself to get back. And I think that's what keeps keeps it going is now I become more and more aware of that cycle that there's times when you want to give up. There's times when it's tough. And, and that's when you literally have to go back to those daily practices um, to, to keep yourself going because it's very easy. It's it's way easier. It, it just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because I don't know if it's easier. I don't know if it's easier to sit on a couch depressed and then wake up at 80 and be like, I have nothing but resentment in my heart for the life that I just led. You know that's something that that sticks with, me. um, but that is what helps me from from going back there. It's also we really 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 forget to check ourselves and look at how far we've come. You know, sometimes I beat myself up that I don't have the results I want, or that I haven't made the money I I promised people I was going to make yet, and um. And then I talk about who I was and, and I look at where I'm at. And it's like, sometimes if you just do the right things you want to daily, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to say like, how the hell did I get here? It's going to be a shock to me. You're like, how did I, how did I, you know, still right now, it's like, how did I, how have I been sober for two and a, almost two and a half years? I don't even remember doing that. All I remember doing is I'm not going to drink today. I'm just, I'm just not going to, I just don't want to drink today. You know, I'm just not, I'm just not going to do it today. You know, probably for you. No, I'm just gonna go to the gym today. I'm just gonna go to the gym today. I'm just gonna keep going to the gym today. And then you're gonna look back and be like, look at my body, what the hell did I do? (laughs) Like, how did I even get here? Right? (laughs) How did I start making a podcast about fitness? What the hell happened, right? So exactly. (laughs) It's literally (laughs) what happens. And and that's why I tell so many people, just just start. I don't care if they start their finances with me. I don't care if they start their fitness journey with you. I don't care what they do. But that little anxiety whisper every day, I have such an anxiety about what? I don't know. It's just so much anxiety because you're what? Because you're not doing the things that you really do feel like you should be doing it. It's causing you anxiety. I don't care what people say. I know that there's a. I know that there's a scary and a fear, blah, 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 but there's this a thing about anxiety that's whispering to your head. That's like, there's probably a whole lot more that my spiritual being is desiring than waking up in the morning, going to work, eating chips, watching, grazing at it. Like nothing against Grey's Anatomy, but I just always bring that one up because it's like 14 seasons and lots of people have watched it quite. So, <laughs> um, and so I think that's just what it is, is I'll tell you, you know, I, I, I believe in addiction. I know that people will have addictive personalities. I know that that exists. I've been one of those people. Habits create different things and and great habits become addictive. You know, moving yourself forward checking off goals, having old friends from your past message you and say, I need to get you on this podcast, because I want to talk about your journey is way more addicting than let's go for beers. after it's, Yeah, it's way sure. more. Addicting. And so I'd say that that's what really keeps me going from slipping is and I'll and, and um, you know, there's some things in this business that I was afraid to do. I, I, there's a lot of mental blockers you got to go through, right? Like, I mean, I'm a day trader, but it also works in a network marketing perspective, I'm, I'm recruiting people that I want to help learn how to make money from their cell phone and, and get financially free and learn how to make more money sitting on their couch than they do in an eight hour day at work. No income claims, but that's what I do. And, uh, and there's a lot of mental stuff that goes along with people that think you're a network marketer. Oh, you're just trying to get people involved because you want to make money off them Ooh, blah, 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 i got all this stuff. And, and so there has been times when I get to those mental blockers, or people say the wrong thing to me. And I do think that I'm going to slip back. into that past. I do sit and play video games for too long in a day, or I do, you know, go back to, um, to things that don't serve me great, or I do skip days, in the gym. Uh, but you remember how good the good days feel. And when you remember those, that's the addiction of, of moving it forward is that your tough days can't distract you from, from the place you're trying to get to. Goals is really that answer. Goals help keep you motivated from going the wrong way. Right?
0: True. Yeah, that's 100%. It. That's the only thing that honestly keeps me going from from slipping and getting back into those uh, old habits. It's pushing forward as hard as it is on some of those days, as hard as they can be. But I have one yeah. last question for you. Okay. And probably Love. the most important. Um, if you had to give someone a piece of advice who is struggling and wanted to do better in their life, what would you say to them?
1: Uh, well, it's it's a little bit stolen from Gary Vee. Um, but it's also a conversation that I had with my grandma before she passed away. And that is like, what, do you, what are you doing at 83? You know, what are you doing at 86, 92? Who's at your funeral? Who is there? What's the legacy? what did you leave? Did people show up to your funeral? You know, my grandma was 83 years old and she sat on a, on a bed. And I just, all I said was, grandma, what was your favorite job? she looked at me like I was, I'll say, an alien, <laughs> but she looked at me like <laughs> I was crazy, right? Um, and she didn't really say much, and I was like, okay, so, you know, what, what, uh, you know, like, what do you, where are you at? Like, what, like, I need, I needed to know this, because I was going through this transition, and I knew, interviewing, kind of, uh, asking my grandma important questions, is gonna be crazy. She sat on, on the bed, and she didn't have a lot of use of her legs, and And, you know, she's deteriorating and she knows. And she said, you know, I just want to be able to get up from here, go sit on that park bench and look at the birds. That's all she said. That's what she wanted at 83 years old. She doesn't remember, she doesn't remember um, her favorite job. You know, she doesn't remember catty conversations. She remembers raising her children. You know, she remembers the bright, happy attitudes of her children. So... I think sometimes we forget and and, and here's another quote of the, the successful we under we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in a decade. And that is enough to keep you going dying with resentment in your heart because of disease of the things that you didn't do in your life is all the motivation you need to do it and there's a lot of people that believe in the existential crisis that maybe nothing matters. If we die, we just become the trees and that's fine. You know, you can, you can, you can still find a way to live the best life you possibly can without a spiritual stand. You can, you can still think about what a legacy you want to live. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things where a lot of people's names don't get mentioned six months after they pass away. So what's the legacy? Like that's what you're here for. You're here for a legacy. You're here to, live generationally you know our grandparents 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 you know we, we don't know a lot of their names they didn't leave this this generational thing for us and that's really what i would say should keep people going is is what happens to you at 80. you know oh, i don't want to live till 80. it's like that's such a silly thing to say You've got a one in 400 trillion chance to do this You know, a lot of us actually got a better chance because we live in specific places we live in. I'm in the south of Calgary, Alberta, in a one in 400 trillion chance to exist. So I got a land of opportunity. You know, um, why wouldn't I do everything I can so that Ryan Thomas is known to people for a long time? That my story changes somebody's life. that, um, That I have all abilities to go and leave this path so somebody else that was struggling to put down the bottle or to find a way to get out of mental health or has thought about suicide in the past said wow you know this guy went from suicidal to successful and it's inspiring and i i want to see that vision and that's what i would say to somebody that's struggling is like you know your 10 years from now is way more important than your shitty day to day it's way more important you know and and you need to do everything you possibly can to carry that on. And that's that's what keeps me going every single day. Every time I'm having a tough day, I go back to that mindset. What's the legacy, man? What are you, what are you doing this for? What's your why? What's your desire? What do you want to do here? You know, you want to live on one continent forever? Or you want to go to Fiji? Or you want to go talk to kids in Africa? You want to go, you know, sponsor kids in India? Do you want to, well, there's people on my team that, Free sex slaves from India. You know, like what legacy do you want? You know, what do you want? What do you believe you're capable of? There's nothing that you're not capable of. Human beings all over the world are doing greater things than other human beings have ever done all the time. The fastest runner in the world didn't happen in 1976, it happened this year. And guess what? Two years from now, somebody's going to be faster than that guy. And then somebody's going to be faster than that guy. So, Be the greatness that you are. We are God's highest form of creation. We deserve to be that that way. We are greatness. And anything less than you waking up every day in that design, as rude as it might say, is a waste of your time. That's what I'd say.
0: (laughs) That's so powerful. Like everything you just said is so powerful, so inspiring. And to be honest, I never thought about like a generational legacy. Like you always think about like all of the people outside, but you never, I've personally never thought about like my cousins or my family or like anyone else, like down the road, like who's going to, I've never thought of that before.
1: Yeah. Like, don't you want your, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even have kids, which is tough because I might impact other people's lives. I mean, one of the greatest things I get to do right now is I'm impacting stay-at-home moms' lives who are learning how to make generational income and then teaching their kids how to do the same thing. That's super crazy. So, you know, whether I have kids or not, I want to know that people, grandkids, are, are, are listening to some stuff that Ryan Thomas said, or, that, that are looking up to, to, to something I left. You know, I think people are going to talk about Bob Proctor forever, you know, ever and ever and ever for the, for the stuff that he practiced. And people like Napoleon Hill and Andrew Carnegie, the people that left legacies, Elon Musk's, you know, um, I don't think I need to be all that. And I don't think it's all about money. I'll say that one more thing for Earl Nightingale. I believe success is the progressive realization of a worthy idea. So as long as you are progressively moving towards your worthy desire ideal, that is success. If you're a third grade teacher, you want to be the best third grade teacher. That's a legacy. It doesn't matter what money. You want to be the best fitness instructor, model. Uh, go ahead and move towards that worthy ideal, and that's successful for you. So that's what that's what I say. Is you know you want to leave that generation. You want your kids, kids, kids to talk about you. You don't want to be forgotten. You don't want to be the guy that passed away early because of disease. And, and I, that's, I I maybe step on toes, but disease can be preventable from your mind, your thoughts and the way you treat yourself. Okay. I know some people are just going to get it, but disease is preventable by work and effort and, and a better mindset. And you, you have all, no matter who it is, you have all abilities to be the greatest version of yourself at any given time and you can change it start like right now never going to be ready so start like just start now today do something
0: But yes the time is now the time is literally always now i say that all the time i was just talking about that this morning actually i was talking to my girls i was saying you know like the choice is yours and the time is now so what the fuck are you gonna do like what are you gonna do yeah so if not now
1: if not now then when and if not this then what and if not then then who if not you then who you know i don't know there's a lot of people out there that are, that are they're like nah you know i got time or oh you know i'm 34 and i'm old it's like what the f- are you talking about you can be great at 60 you can that win a pga cute. you can win a senior pga tour at 76 if like i don't know if anybody's in golf but you know what i mean like <laughs> Life might be short, but it's freaking long. It's long. If you want it to be long, it's long. No, I'm not even halfway there. I know that my best years are still 40 to 50, you know? And I might tell you that my best years are 50 to 60 when I'm getting close to 49. We'll see. But I'm going to do everything in my power to be a Ryan... Uh, to be Ryan Thomas, to have people know, and it's not about them, it's about the legacy that I'm living. I know that people will talk about people that go all in, that go to work, that want to show people that it's possible. And I could have given up a long time. I thought about it. I, there was 20 years of my life, I literally thought that this world would be better served without. Gross, man. That is freaking sad. And I'm gonna do everything in my power to prove that this world is a way better place with me on it. And I think that there's not a person that I've ever met that wouldn't wouldn't agree with me for sure. So, um, and that's the thing, man.
0: This has been like absolutely inspiring. You are on an amazing path, and I am so happy that we actually got to reconnect and do this because. This was truly actually amazing and I am so appreciative that you took the time to do this for me.
1: Uh you know we go through things where sometimes in my life I'm like man like I don't know if the people that know me from my past are watching or if they see the effort and some of my closest friends I don't talk to and I'm not as close to anymore um and I can't tell you how grateful I am and how blessed I am to know that the work that I'm doing pays off enough to have you know jesse give me a shout and say i need to get you on a podcast so i'm way more thankful for you for stepping out and doing that and you know reaffirming that the work i'm doing is work and some we you know i say these things and i watch these videos but you know it's it's still impressive to me to even hear the way i speak now like this ryan wasn't wasn't talking like this four or five years he wasn't talking like this three years and i'm i'm just blessed that i got the right mentors and i met the right people and and i started to find a lot of people that wanted to encourage me to be the best of of who i can be so with anybody that's getting coached by jesse that is getting told and encouraged and even though sometimes it might suck to be coached sometimes because you just want to throw in the towel and give up and she's not going to let you um it's there's encouragement is a is, is the thing missing on this planet we do not encourage each other we don't big up each other we don't celebrate each other i am so grateful again that you would even just ask me to be here i've loved watching your journey i think it's so awesome to see where you've come from um what you're doing now the people you're inspiring loved watching megan hart and you connect, and you changing (laughs) megan hart's uh life and stuff a little bit you know it's just it's beautiful to see um to see people grow man it's just it's the my favorite thing in the world is just to watch this happen so thank you and keep doing what you need to do and if you feel like you need to have a glass of wine and go back do your thing um but be proud of yourself for how far you've come and for what you're doing and and just continue to keep doing it